Hey everyone, welcome back to Perpetually Dissatisfied. I am your host, Adam, and today we have a really special episode planned for you. Um, I have an amazing guest that I know from my early childhood, I guess you can say. Yeah, childhood. Yeah, uh, Cheyenne. Um, So I'm going to have her introduce herself just a little bit, just to tell you guys a little bit about herself. All right, all right, this joking, but okay. So I'm Cheyenne, last name omitted, um, because this I have a lot of fucking family. Is this like a legal court document? <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that people don't find out who I am. Um, should I speak in like a really low voice? I'm Cheyenne. I am Adam's close friend from high school and beyond, I would say. Yeah, like Toy yes. Story. Um, so what do I... Do I just say like Yeah, okay. you could share anything you want about your job, what you believe. Okay. Um, Trump is our savior. No. <laughs> no. Um, so I am born and raised in Chicago. Um, been around, went to college, went to DC, moved back for many reasons. And <laughs> now I'm back here. Uh, worked at a major consulting firm that will remain nameless. Um, and now I am working my way up to run my parents' small business in automotive reconditioning. Very sexy, I know. Um, but yeah, just slowly but surely trying to be the boss-ass bitch that I know I am. Yeah. Um, and, you know, regardless if she's worked at a consulting firm, she is an amazing business person. Um, and one thing that we were kind of talking about before is like our favorite moments with one another. Um, and many. yes, there many, so many, many, um, many, what the fuck moments too. <laughs> but, uh, one of my favorite moments of Cheyenne is when we were in high school and we used to sit at a like circular lunch table. Um, and so essentially like someone had asked at the table, like, what do you want to like, what do you see yourself doing in 10 years? And so we went around the table and Cheyenne is like, I just want to be a CEO of a major company, corporation, and make a ton of money. <laughs> and everyone just like stopped for a second. Pretty on brand. And right? turned and were like, the fuck? Like, so. And what did you say, Adam? I forget. I think it, it was within the lines of probably something like, I suck dick. Or, <laughs> I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. I'll be old. I want to be openly gay. And, and street. <laughs> some shit like that, probably. Um, but yeah, that, that was definitely one of my favorite moments. That's a pretty good one. Besides from all the, you know, underage illicit activity that we did. Yeah. yeah. Meaning as drinking. Let's hope my mom doesn't listen to this. She might. And she that's might. okay. That's okay. You know what? She will just have to We that. should toast for, for yeah. Bridget. Yeah. Toast, toast to Bridge. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> um, okay. So... Being that we're talking about like me being like a CEO and all that good stuff, <laughs> so that actually, not really, but I'm gonna say it anyway, correlate to our topic of the mm-hmm. evening, and we decided body image and self worth. Yes. So how do we kick that? One so off? <laughs> let's kick it off by just discussing why. Um, why self worth? Why this topic? Why I this think topic? yeah. Um. So I think this topic, because I think it, first of all, it means a lot to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I think my whole, like, the way I am, the way I was brought up, it all, like, directly correlates 
to this topic and it means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, I would say specifically self-worth, but definitely body image because I've definitely struggled with that for a really long time. Um, I think like, and people obviously won't see what I look like, but I am a curvier girl. But I still get it. I still get it. So um, I'm definitely a curvier girl. I definitely have like always held myself like mm -hmm. very confidently um, and things like that. Like definitely a boss ass bitch, quote unquote. Um, that song was made for me. No, I'm just joking. But um, I think that the whole idea of self-worth really relates to me now more than ever because <clears throat> I have been like definitely working my, on myself for the last few years, especially since I've suffered like a lot of trauma in recent years and like pretty much my entire life. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people are not privy to that who know me um, because I've definitely kept that hidden. Um, but it's definitely been brought up since I've dealt with like trauma in my adulthood and my self-worth has definitely been like affected. And what I'm learning from like working on that is that my self-worth actually wasn't what everyone has like thought it mm -hmm. like has been, right? Like that confident, like boss ass bitch. While I've always said those words and I've like carried, carried those words truthfully, like deep down, it, it wasn't true. Like mm -hmm. it isn't true. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like, and I think that also kind of relates to like my body image too. Right. Like I've always been curvier. I've always been like, you know, thick with two C's. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's not a lie. But um, I think that's, it all kind of relates to each other, right? Mm -hmm. So this is like something that's like pretty near and dear to my heart. And I brought it up to you because it's something that I think everyone can kind of agree on that like mm -hmm. they're quote unquote perpetually dissatisfied with, right? Mm -hmm. Like what they look like yeah. and who they are. And I think it's good to talk about it because um, it's something you actively have to work on. Um, and for those that don't, like, good for fucking you. Like, that's <laughs> amazing. And I, like, I'm envious of that. Yeah. But that's something that I'm, like, actively working towards, like, yeah. every single day now. And I don't know if you can relate to that. I yeah, mean, definitely. Stop me anytime, time, please. No, yeah. I'll, I'll ramble this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this resonates with me because I, I, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, as you were telling me about this topic or, you know, this idea of, like, self-love and, like, body image issues, like, mm. you know, what better time to discuss it in the month of February about trying to love yourself, right? right? fuck. Yeah, so... In 2020, Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, like, that truly resonates with me because, you know, in my sophomore year, and, you know, like, I lost a significant amount of weight. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that, like, I wasn't eating. Like, I had essentially, like, developed... Eating disorder. Yeah. And, you know, I was working out consistently, just like constantly trying to lose that weight. Um, and that, for, like, it was the only thing I felt like I could control in that moment. And so, like, right. my worth, and as a high schooler, you know, it's like, what very, is your worth? Right. Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. And so, like, as I think as it pertains to my adulthood, right? Like, I think last year. Those you know, habits carry on. They do carry on. Right. And so, you know, last year I had gained a ton of weight, like, just felt like I had no control. Right. And that had to do with, like, medications, being diagnosed with depression, just, like, can't move. Right. Um, and so that affected, like, how I saw myself and, like, how mm -hmm. I interact with others or what I did. And, like, your relationship. Like, literally everything yeah. is originates from that, like, sim like, the basic idea. Exactly. Of how you see yourself and how you value yourself. Right, right. 
hashtag can relate, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I wish I couldn't, but I definitely can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, like, for me, like, I mean, I guess we should probably talk about, like, how I landed on this. Yeah. Like, how did this, like, big idea, like, which is so huge, right? Like, mm-hmm. this person that, like, carried herself like this, or still does, right? Yeah. I'm still who I am. Um, how do you, like, fall so low, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not going to speak exactly what the traumas were just because like that has to do with like, you know, um, your own growth, my and... own growth and my privacy, and, yeah. you know, X, Y, and Z. But, um, let's just say like, I guess the most recent example was I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been in relationships and there was always like, I always felt like I was working, mm-hmm. like working and trying to prove that like I was worthy of like that love right Mm -hmm. and a lot of that like stems from like you know now that I'm in therapy no shame in that now that I'm in therapy is like I've always felt like alone for Mm -hmm. many reasons like as a child like I've always been alone um and like I was always left alone because I have a brother who's disabled and like my parents were were, are great and amazing people right um so if you're listening mom you're you were great. I, I love you, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but... She's going to text you after yeah, and be like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, but like, which she would, like, because <laughs> she is also, she she and I are the same and she's a boss ass bitch herself, but um, I think I was like left alone a lot, mm-hmm. right? Because I had a brother who's disabled and like parents who were working really, really hard to make sure they had, he had amazing care, mm-hmm. which they still do, right? right. But... Uh, like, having to protect him, having to be strong for him is just a theme that I, like, originated. Even though, like, that I just carried with me throughout mm-hmm. my whole life, right? So it was always easy to, like, be strong for others and carry myself in a certain way. But deep down, like, I didn't feel that. Like, I felt like I shouldn't have that. Like, I shouldn't get that, right? So that, like, correlated a lot into my relationships, which, because of our bad relationships, I went through trauma, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Not, like, abuse or anything like that, but, like, things that were just not good, mm-hmm. right? And because of that, I reached a point in about, like, October 2019 when I finally moved back to Chicago where I was just, like, at such a terrible, yeah. terrible low point. You and I can both relate yeah, to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Like, moving back to, like, your home spot. And I think moving back here, I just, I was having to face so many, like, demons, right? Like, so many bad memories. And I think, you know, when I was in this one final like straw that broke the camel's back relationship which he wasn't a bad guy i was really happy with him i really liked him but like at the end of it it left me left me feeling like holy crap like Mm -hmm. i am just not i like just don't value myself like i'm constantly trying to like work to prove that i'm worth their time and like the truth is I got so much going for me. Like, yeah. I am the prize. And thankfully with therapy, I'm like, I'm truly learning that mm-hmm. and working on that like every single day. But it's like an, it's like a difficult, like yeah. a really difficult mm-hmm. thing, especially being like 27. And, um, yeah, like I just, it's just been really, really hard. And I think I'm just like, I'm, like learning how to love yourself is just like such a difficult thing. Yeah. Especially when you just like you always thought you have, but mm-hmm. like deep down you haven't. And it's just like such an awful thing to hear like someone say to you, like a third party be like, You you don't. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. Like like it like took me aback and like 
I was like, <laughs> I'm a pretty like um, defensive person too. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I do. I love myself. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I love myself. <laughs> you know. And uh, but deep down, it's like no. Like you just you didn't. And I think there's things that I'm working on now, like my the way I see myself, like my body image, right? Yeah. I'm working out more. I'm doing more things because when you hit like such a low point, you know, everything kind of falls with you. Mm-hmm. And now with work actively working internally, I'm also working externally yeah. too. So, I mean, it's just like a difficult thing. And I think the reason I wanted to talk about it so much was because I think one, when people see you as a certain, in a certain light mm-hmm. to hear that, like you don't feel that way is kind of shocking yeah and then also it's also relatable right like i mean people look at me and they're like oh like she is like she's super intimidating which Mm -hmm. is still fucking true um you enter the room like a man swinging his balls yeah hell yeah i do because like that's (laughs) the only way to do shit right right like that's the only way to do shit but i mean i like anyone else and i'm not a fucking adonis either what's the female version of adonis Venus. No I don't fucking know. But <laughs> I'm not in a Greek history or whatever the fuck that is. Mythology. But, yeah, thank you. You're, you're, yeah, you are smarter than I. But um, <laughs> I think when people hear that, I think it's like humbling, right? Mm-hmm. Like even someone who they see in this light can also be yeah. struggling with the same shit. So what would you say? Like, So I know that you mentioned this idea of like you are starting to learn ways to love yourself. Right. And, and so aside from working out, like... What are those, like, daily rituals? What are those practices? Or, like, where have you... So, like, I'm not... How have I applied them? Yeah. like, what are they? Or even, like, what two do you have at this moment that you're like, okay, this is working. This is how I'm going to continuously build myself up. Hmm. That's, like, a tricky question. Because it's, like, the when you're, like, trying to work on something, like, so Mm -hmm. fundamentally, like... Yeah. Like, it's so fundamental just, like, to, like, being a human being, like, self-worth, that idea. I think one of the... It's, like, the little victories, right? Mm -hmm. When you're in, like, when you're working through trauma and just, like, working through, like, (laughs) issues you have with yourself, it's definitely the little victories. So, I think one thing I've, like, noticed, like, my change, um, like, my change in mindset is, um, maybe... How do I... How do I describe this? So... What word would you describe that mindset? That mindset. Um, like intentional. Yeah. Like, it, it's weird because like, I think, let, let's go back to the relationship example. So like mm-hmm. in previous years, right, before I started doing this, like I would fall on negative people, mm-hmm. right? Like something I've, I've learned to do is like I would try and if something really bad happened to me, perfect example is like, a family member had a huge medical crisis this within the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, like something like that would trigger me and I'd be like, oh, I want to go to a person that would be negative or make me feel worse. Right. right. Without even like realizing they would make me feel worse. Mm-hmm. I would try and go because I like I was lonely. Right. So I would go to like I would talk to an ex or just talk to someone who was just a negative mm-hmm. force. Right. Like just a negative presence. Now I immediately go to people who are in my support system or I'm starting to do that more, right? Like I'm not turning to people who are going to make me feel worse, Mm -hmm. which is something that I used to do. 
And um, that was like, that's a bad habit almost that I'm trying to break. Yeah. Right? So it's something like as simple as like calling a friend immediately when I feel bad instead of calling like an ex-boyfriend or someone that I'm kind of talking to for, or like I have talked to in the past, like someone like that, Mm -hmm. way better. Right? Like getting drunk and calling an ex kind of idea. Like I call friend now. I'm trying to call friend now. Have you called an ex before? Drunk? Yeah. I mean, haven't we all? I haven't. Oh, text. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trying to show, throw shade. All right. Okay. Yeah. Over the internet. Thank you. Check and mate. Um, no, I think things like that are is like uh, something that I'm doing actively and I'm noticing it more. Right. Or I'm not getting upset. Right. Like, you know, I'm still dating. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and I'm, I'm kind of seeing someone now and he's, he's nice. You know, he's good. Um, it's still really early, so I'm not gonna really talk about it, but like, um, just when things are happening, I'm like not letting it just be swept under. I'm like actually addressing them. Mm -hmm. Right. Or what I'm looking for in a partner is different. Like I'm not necessarily just going to someone because I want someone there and they kind of fit this idea of what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to someone for actual intention. Right. So those are, those are like little things, but that's just specific to relationships. Yeah. Um, when it comes to me, I think, um, just working on myself is like really great because regardless of like what a scale says, right. Or Mm -hmm. how my pants fit, if I go and work out that day, I feel better. Right. So it's just like anything to like get my endorphins up. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like cooking more or just like getting into like actual hobbies that are constructive rather than going out and drinking, which I mean, I still do, but (laughs) (laughs) not like it's not as negative right yeah. or it's not to like for an intention it's like just to enjoy mm-hmm. not to drink because i had a shitty day yeah or something bad happened yeah right so things like that so one of the things that so i mean your story resonates with me mainly because <clears throat> when i was in north carolina i mean and you've known me for so yeah, long yeah, but like i've always been a workaholic and i've always ignored a Cheers. lot of yeah, issues for sure, yeah and i was at a point where I was, granted there was nothing to do in North Carolina, where I was actually living at, mm-hmm. um, the cities are acceptable. Um, yeah, North Carolina is pretty fucking fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the cool parts, yeah. yeah. So I, I would say <laughs> that like one of the things that I noticed is like because I was such a workaholic, while yes, I received specific results, right. but I also realized that I wasn't giving myself enough time to just think, reflect, just relax yeah you're an avoider like right me. you yeah. would avoid your issues yeah and so a lot of it was just like when i left north carolina i was really intentional about like this habit has to stop or it's going to destroy me correct and so like instead of giving like 120 percent at work i give like 100 you know that saying is like you think you give that much but you don't give that much right and so like if i give 100 i'll probably give 80 so like right. at the end of the day <laughs> it's still really good it's still yeah and so for me i'm just like that my intention was I need to have some reflection time. I need to fucking relax because uh-huh. all I'm doing is fighting with children all day. <laughs> and honestly, you'd be surprised like those little, the kind of the idea of like mm-hmm. those little victories, right? Those little changes in your behavior, like completely right. drastically change yourself. Yeah. And you're just the way you look at yourself. Yeah. So now I come home and I just relax and like, like I, I do my work at work and if it doesn't get finished at work. It will eventually. Right. And like, 
those are some things. I mean, it's a blessing that I actually, you know, have like we're a project based learning school, so it's, it's like not as much to grade. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, I'm I don't want to invest myself into working super 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 hard because I know it's going to lead to burnout, and I know that without that self care, it's just like my habits are going to regress. Yeah, and that's another thing. I probably should have brought that up. I'm a huge in self care. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, I know. I saw you on Massage Envy the other oh, day. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Massage Envy is great. Um, massage Envy, getting my nails done. Same. Pretty I'm much just, just everything that adds up to being, like, the boss that I am. Mm. But, um, no, just joking. But, like, I do invest in myself because, first, it helps with my body image. It just genuinely makes me feel better when I feel put together, mm-hmm. right? But it just, it is, when it comes to massages and stuff like that, that is directly your health. Yeah. Or like going to eat like a good meal instead of going to like fast food, that is directly related yep. to your health. You know what I mean? It is scientifically proven that that kind of stuff makes you feel better. Yeah. So why wouldn't I like invest my money and my time into that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just basic things like that. Yeah. And yeah, maybe a glass of red wine, nice red wine falls into that category every once in a while. I hear, while, I hear I studies is... suggest it makes you live longer. Exactly. So, you know what? I'm going to live till I'm 102. Probably not. But, I mean, <laughs> like, like, let's hope, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just things like that is really to answer your question. Yeah. yeah. So, as you're thinking about this topic further, like, you're in therapy, you're, you're working on yourself, Hell right? Yeah. And, <laughs> like, you're kind of seeing someone, but, like, is there hesitance to date someone until you feel like you're well enough to jump into something serious? Yeah. I or think. is it just, like, fuckboy summer? <laughs> or is it hot girl fuck, summer? Hot girl summer, but only in February? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. In um, Australia, it's, like, summer, isn't it? Yeah, sure. It's summer somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, it's somewhere if you travel far enough. Middle East. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's actually spring there. Same shit. Okay. So, um, no, in actuality, though, like, I am hesitant because I have a really difficult time being vulnerable mm-hmm. and trusting people because of all the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people do. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to trust someone. It's hard to be vulnerable with someone. Um, yeah, I'm super hesitant because I'm kind of going through a lot and reliving a lot of stuff. Um, but... Um, in this effort to be happy, I mean, a part of how I identify my happiness is like, I do want to find a partner. Yeah. Like I want to be with someone, you know, um, having like, and it's just kind of a part of life. Yeah. I mean, I just have to, you kind of have to get over that if I just live in fear. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna find anybody. Right. Like I'm just going to sit there and we'll be working on myself and I'm going to learn to love myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they usually say like, that's the time where you should let someone in. But I mean, I, I want to enjoy myself too. Yeah. You know, dating is fun. You know, if it turns into something serious, great. If it doesn't like, that's a part of my growing process of just letting it go. Mm-hmm. That's a part of like knowing when to step away is also a part of like your self worth too. Right. Like yeah. I am too good for this. Like I need to walk away. And that's also something I have to learn. So this is also kind of a part of that process is like, how do I learn to love myself, but also how do I learn to value myself and value myself in relationships? Yeah. It's a big thing. So like, yes, I could wait, which, you know, some people say it's better. Some people 
are like, oh, you should enjoy yourself. Just date. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just going to do it because if it makes me feel good, it makes me feel good. Right. right. And I kind of just need to work at that. It's like another task. Yeah. It's like another, like kind of like growing pain. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yes and no, I guess is the answer to that. Yeah. The short answer. There's a long answer of what I gave, but the short answer <laughs> is yes and no. Um, probably not, but yes, I'm going mm. to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was, you know, going through what I was going, like, I put... Have you opened up about that yet on the podcast or no? In terms of my depression? No. No, I haven't. I mean, depression is depression. No, Uh I mean the other stuff. Like, the actual, like, the cause of the depression. Oh. I mean, there's a variety of causes. Okay, cool. But, yeah. Um, There's definitely, like... For mental health reasons, right? Like, I was just in such a bad place. Right. And the medication I was taking just took me too far off. Mm-hmm. Um, almost felt as if I was, like, on autopilot. And so, like, I just... <laughs> one of the things that I remember recalling was just, like, I... Uh, this medicine took me to the point where I was, like, going so crazy. And, like, I was, like, not being able to sexually perform at all. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that... Which also affects your self-worth. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, they put me on, like, another medication. And I just remember being on it. And I'm like... I just, Viagra? No, not Viagra. Although um, they told me to go get that. And I'm like, I am... <laughs> I'm too fucking young for that. I mean, never say never. I mean, I get it, but I don't, I don't need it. Okay. Not anymore, at least. Right. So... Like, they put me on this medicine, and I just remember driving to work, and I'm like, I want to just drive this car into the lake. Like, it was it was that bad. And I'm like, dude, like, this thing is making me suicidal. He's like, let me up the dosage. And I'm like, the fuck you are. And <laughs> so I want to drive into the lake <laughs> like, faster? Yeah. Is that what this is? Maybe it might be intentional. <laughs> But, like, it was it was so crazy. And, I mean, it impacted everything in my life. My relationship. Um, that, like, I was just... Like, I, I felt like I couldn't provide what I needed to to be successful in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, clearly, like, lots of communication, lots of conver- conversations about, like, what needs to happen. And, like, just a lot of, like, self-searching for myself. Like, I was like, I need to stop because if I keep taking this medicine, it's going to ruin my life. Yeah. <laughs> and while it did help me for a little bit of time, it just made me moodier like less patient and I'm just like and also not like yourself right and I'm and it's just like again like it almost felt robotic right and so my body like just and and you know me like I'm also very like a curvy person and thick with two C's right lumberjack style (laughs) dad bod yeah hashtag dad bod right so like ain't nothing wrong with that But, like, those things impacted me because being a gay person, right, even in my community, like... Body image is a huge deal. Right. Like, you either have to be super fucking, like, built or very, very thin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not necessarily one of those things that's, like... But that is changing. It is. We did talk about that before the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it is changing. At least for females. Yeah. It's changing for females. I mean, I'm sure it's more acceptable, like, these days. But I feel like people fetishize fat people anyways. Yeah, which we could do, a whole, you and I could probably talk yeah. about that for like a whole episode, but I mean, I don't identify as, I don't, I don't like the word fat because mm-hmm. like there's such a phobia against yeah. that. I, I'm curvy and I'm thick, mm-hmm. hands down. You thick too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, yes, there, there's a huge stigma. I actually like got into a discussion with somebody about that and like this idea of like, like 
someone was like, why are we promoting these unhealthy lifestyles? And like, it, it almost like it was fat phobic, essentially. But I was... There's something called balance? Right. Okay. <laughs> and so I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it, for me, it just, it, I couldn't fathom. Like, weight is like a subjective thing for people. Like, they look at you and they... It's relative. It's relative, right. And so when it being subjective, like, you decide what that is. And there's such a stigma. I mean, like, my mom, she is super, like, self-conscious and very, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Just, like, very aware of her weight. Mm -hmm. And, like, when she was with my dad, like, she she was binge eating at night because she was, like, not feeling good about herself. And she was in a loveless marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's all directly to your self-worth and your body image. And, you know, she lost a lot of weight and she's doing, like, good. You know. She also fell into a better relationship. She did. But she's, like, old. So, you know, that happens, I guess. So You need to throw throw your mom a couple more compliments. (laughs) (laughs) She's a great mother. There you go. You know. But I, I will say, like those impact I mean I don't know that's followed us but she's also very been like cognizant of her own weight and so us growing up she'd always say things like be careful we have bad genes in the family and like you need to do this to lose weight and this and I'm just like that is not good for a kid either which also plays into your self-worth and your body image from starting from an early age Um, right so I mean I guess answer me this because you're on like more of the other side of this right mm-hmm. like I'm kind of on the path yeah right this long like path but like how would you like you're kind of almost like you see the light at the end of the tunnel at least right like yeah. describe to me like your habits I guess yeah of what you know a day looks like now versus what a day looked like then yeah so a day last year looked like me sleeping a lot mm-hmm. um Eating just unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. Just sleeping. Yeah, like, I would say a lot of it was sleeping. I mean, like, there was a week, and, I mean, I don't really care because my previous employer, um, I don't work for them. But, like, one of the things that happened was, like, when my depression hit, mm-hmm. it hit hard. Right. And for me, it almost felt like it was never-ending, but it was, like, a daze. Right. And so, like, you just my. Felt nothing. And it, it had like numbness. Right. And it happened in, like, the mm-hmm. worst possible time, right? Like, my sister was on vacation. Like, no one was home. Right. I had called off for a week. I claimed I had the stomach flu. Right. And, of course, person, like, per the policy of the school district, you have to bring in a doctor's note. But you didn't hear that here for folks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really care what, if anyone hears it now. But, yeah, like, yeah. it was at a point where, I, like, I was so ashamed of what was going on mentally that what ended up happening for me that I had to make something up so I didn't have to admit what was going on because it was the first time I've ever felt that way mm-hmm. like I've always felt a little bit depressed but it almost felt as if it was like the end for me right um so now what it looks like for me is like well aside from like the consistent arguing with people and just being a total unreasonable prick last year I mean that's what you gotta do to survive yeah I mean if I was, a, I wish I was more aware of what was going on mm-hmm. because in my head, like, just super reactionary, just very irritated, just right. all that. But right. now, like, you know, I went to therapy for a little bit. I had to do some, like, self-realizing. I had to, like, really sit down and be like, what do you want your life to be? And where does this come from? Right. And right. I'm at no way am I perfect. And no way am I, like, where I need to be. Mm-hmm. 
but I know I'm on the right path. Right. And, you know, part of it is that control thing that I hold. Right. And it's like... Same here. Like, I still have that. And that's something I really can't give up. I, I enjoy having the stability. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, my life isn't stable ever. Right. But, like, I try. Yeah. And it's not easy. But well, it's I, life, right? Yeah. It's like the famous... It's, yeah. yeah. And I've done a lot of, my, like, big-time mindfulness, like reflection about like the way I act towards certain things or the right. way I see th- certain things but also I'm at a point we are all at a point in our lives that we're consistently growing right and like sometimes like the bullshit that we thought a year ago isn't the same as the bullshit we thought this year agreed I, I would yeah. say the same right yeah. like I think that is a big part of it too uh, definitely um I think for me I also would say like the way I feel towards things is mm-hmm. a little bit different. Like I, mm-hmm. um, the easiest one is relationships because that was yeah. a big trigger for me about my self worth. But like, or at least noticeable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think like, I'm slowly but surely like my just overall like relationships with people, the way I act with people mm-hmm. is getting better. I think because I'm in the thick of it, I'm, I get angrier quicker mm-hmm. about stuff, but that's simply because there's so much brought up to the surface yep. that I'm dealing with. Right. Even right now that I think I'm just like angry, but I feel like I can turn it off better. Yeah. And I know where my safe spaces are mm-hmm. that like I can kind of shut it off yeah. a little bit easier than I could before. Right. Um, but that'll take a long time. Yeah. So I think no matter where you are in the process, right, beginning or towards, like, I, there is no real end, right? Mm-hmm. It's a moving target. Right. But um, I think it it's helpful to know that, like, it gets a little bit easier. Yeah. Right? It'll slowly but surely. It does. And easier. the only way it can get worse is if it ends up, like... Like, it ends up that you lose your awareness of what's going on. Right. Which is bad. Yeah. Like, as as long as you have your awareness of, of what's occurring, then you'll usually be fine. Agreed. Yeah. So, I want to take a moment and thank you mm-hmm. for being on this podcast and being vulnerable. Because I think that's really difficult. Especially with, like, a topic like this. Right. Um, and something just so fresh. Oh, it's so fresh. It's like yeah. an open wound. But I do think this is, like, super helpful for you. Um, and I admire you for, like, taking that step and being like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to just... Hide it, like, forever. I'm not going to sit yeah, in this stew ago. of bullshit, you know? Um, <laughs> Such is life. Yeah. And so I, I want to say I love you and I'm proud of you. And, you know, there's that old saying, of course, those old people that say, you know, there's only way... The only way from rock bottom is up. Right, yeah. So, like, yeah, you have to go down in order you have to hit right. rock bottom in order to like go up or rise whatever up yeah it's called. rock yeah. climbing or something i don't know i'm, I'm not into that kind of extreme sports but <laughs> that was good <laughs> but you know um thank you for having me i think yeah. this is like so i'm so proud of you for doing this i love you i mean yeah. obviously i love you but i love you and i honestly think this is such so great um because i think you're like giving people like an opportunity to like I think you're giving people an opportunity mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, right? Like, even if this never gets like, published. Right. Um, which, who knows if it will. I think it gives us an opportunity. We've been friends for a long time, yeah. right? 
um, I think it gives us an opportunity to like reconnect too. Mm -hmm. And like, I think, you know, we have been part for like a long period of time. It gives us an opportunity to kind of learn about each other again, which like, did you even think that that was possible? Yeah, not really. And and I'm also really proud of you for being like as transparent as you are, because I mean, I think that's like incredibly difficult, especially like on social media. Um, (laughs) That's so true. So, I mean, I mean, we're not, we're looking at each other right now, folks, and, like, we're not really saying anything, but we, like, know exactly what we're, what we're thinking. The chemistry is real. Yeah, right? Um, Too bad he's gay, right? Yeah, I've been saying real. that for years. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Well, um, you know, as we've always ended some of our, our great chapters in terms of this one, um, I'm going to end with one more story that resonates with me about our childhood one of oh. which is going to your lake house oh yeah and if mom does listen to this show love this yes one. and spending time with your family and just having them i don't even know how to explain it but your family took me in at a time where it almost felt like i didn't have one i mean my mom always worked she was never around mm-hmm. and you know i lived in a shitty circumstance so um I think the beauty of it is, like, the fact that your family was so willing and open to just mm-hmm. invite someone in that, like, could have been a total piece of shit. And... Well, I mean, they love them, but they've let a, real pieces of shit in, so... <laughs> 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 no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But, like, they, you know, they took care of me, and I think, like, that's the one thing I'm forever grateful for, and, like, that experience doesn't go unnoticed specifically because, like, I don't know if you remember when I wrote this, like, college article... I think I remember, I think my mom actually, like, read it, and she's yeah. like, oh my god, right. <laughs> my second son. And, like, like <laughs> I mean, that that's, like, a, a core value in my life, right? Like, I think that taught me something that I don't think anyone else could, of this idea of, like, you care for your neighbor regardless of who they are. Right. And, like, you know, my, my disposition to be a teacher, right, and, like, mm-hmm. give at least some voice to the voiceless, and so... Yeah. You know, I'm grateful for that circumstance and experience because without it, I don't think I would have... I don't think I would have been so community-oriented or willing to let people in if that was not the case. You know? Right. And I and I appreciate that. And I'll... I mean... It's like... It, I'm, like, kind of speechless because it's... They... I mean, while, you know, my childhood was my childhood and my adolescence was my adolescence Mm -hmm. and I work with them, right? It's a family business and, you know, my adulthood is my adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my family has had a lot of ups and downs, but, like, they've always, like, taught me, like, that premise of, like, if people are good people, like, Mm. that's all that really matters. It doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what they, like, look like or who, like, how they identify or whatever, Mm. you know, whatever the fuck, if they're purple or green or whatever. Yeah. Like, if they're good people, they're good people, and they deserve to be treated well, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think um, I think they just, like, emulated that, yeah. right? And, like, and also, like, I mean, we could do a whole different other subject of, like, <laughs> where we came from, like, yeah. where we grew up and went to school, which would actually be a pretty good theme. Yeah. Um, about, like, how, like, my parents being from the city and just understanding that level of diversity, mm-hmm. like, they wanted to continue that, regardless. Right. It didn't matter where we were or what we were doing, or how we were living, mm-hmm. that was never going to change. So, I mean, I appreciate that for sure. And I definitely give them props. Yeah, too. I mean, they didn't need to do it. And I think, like, the leniency they had was powerful. Because, like, I was always over. Yeah. <laughs> always. Like, there was that time I spent a week over at your place. 
Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And more than one, yeah, yeah. Probably more than once. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, I don't think they recognize how much they've done and how much I still hold on to that. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. No, I appreciate that. And I'll say thank you. And <laughs> we are going to take a picture, guys, yeah. for them because um, my mom would be very mad. Yeah, she would. And she would. She'll, 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 she will. We will get into it. <laughs> so. Well, I love you, and I want to thank you for being on this episode. Um, and I'm not going to ask you where people can find you because you don't want to be found. I don't want to be found. So Jason people, Bourne over people here. People will know. People will know who I am. <laughs> I like, mean, some. Some, It depends all. on who listens, right? Right, right, right. Um, but Jason Bourne over here is going to go on her own. So, yeah. um. I'm not going to promote this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people hearing all my neuroses. No, don't worry. Um, okay. All right. And I appreciate it. That's Thank you. Right. Thanks Bye. all. Bye. Bye.